like out the door because I was still thinking about some things that happened in the book. So I was like, okay, so maybe I will give it. Yeah, I, I, I never say that a reluctant three point five. I think I'm gonna have to. <laughs> Well, I was not thinking about it after when I put this book down. I was like, "Hallelujah, I'm done," and I ain't thinking about it until it's time for the podcast, which was eleven o'clock this morning. Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. Today, we are going to be talking about the last book in the last hour series called chain of thorns by cassandra claire isn't it pretty so on the first two covers of chain of gold and chain of iron we had cordelia and then lucy and then this one has grace on the cover which okay. i thought i should probably mention <laughs> uh, which is kind of cool yeah right <laughs> Um, you can see like Grace is like single ruin like on her um, hand and like overshadowing in the background it is um, Blackthorn Manor like covered in all of the uh, dingy dark thorns and everything like that. Um, so we are going to be spoiling book one and book two of this series so if you have not read the last hour series by Cassandra Clare sorry in advance you can check out our earlier podcast over the past few years because we have most definitely talked about both books and we were like we have to talk about the third one because we've already made it this far <laughs> which is a feat for john and i because usually we don't agree as to how long we're gonna continue yeah. in this series so this is the third book and final book of the series um so again apologies in advance but you will probably have some spoilers being read out to you if you have not read book one and book two highly encourage you to read book one and book two um and uh you know book three gotta finish it out gotta see how it goes so without further ado so we're gonna talk about it so we uh were left in book two where um cordelia um basically sees that her marriage is crumbling with james because she still believes that james is madly in love with grace and she ends up running off with Matthew to Paris. Um, and James has a very big revelation from Grace because he learns that he's basically been under a love spell his whole entire relationship <laughs> since knowing Grace um, that she's put there. And um, so we're moving into this next book with Jesse has been resurrected from the dead because Lucy has the ability to bring the dead back to life because of her connection to being Belial's granddaughter her and james have a connection to uh the shadow world so that is not common knowledge though that everyone knows that the prince of hell is basically tessa's father so you know that's a whole other thing though that nobody knows about and you know we might be running into you in this book so those are just some setting the stage for you guys as we kind of head on in here this is um this book basically has 
um, a ton of villains, ton of character development that happens throughout it, and hopefully you kept track of all 70 million characters that there are in this book because there are that many of them. So we still have Tatiana has been shipped off to basically be tried for her crimes. Grace has been sent to the Silent City for the same exact thing. Um, Alistar is basically still lying alone at home with his mom, who's his mom is pregnant with, you know, their sibling, her, their dad has died. Cordelia and Alistair's dad has died. Um, am I missing anything else from no, that whole? We can just start. We'll be here all day. Yeah. We'll, we'll be there all day talking about it. So without further ado, Don, what did you rate this book? Oh, reluctant 3.5. This was a slog to get through. It was like 800 pages, man. And it didn't need to be. Yep, I agree. I, after much thinking about it, I definitely am not a four. Um, I had a hard time giving it a four. Um, I'm between a 3.5 as well. I don't, I don't know if it like quite deserves a three. Um, and that's just because like, I have to applaud Cassandra Clare for at least like, she has brought us from start to finish with all of these characters. It's just not my favorite type of reading mm-hmm. um like but I was still thinking about the book after I finished the book so she obviously did something right because it wasn't like totally like out the door because I was still thinking about some things that happened in the book so I was like okay so maybe I will give it yeah I, I, I never say that a reluctant 3.5 I think I'm gonna have to <laughs> Well, I was not thinking about it after. When I put this book down, I was like, hallelujah, I'm done. And I ain't thinking about it until it's time for the podcast, which was 11 o'clock this morning. Major Yuan and her and I were literally around the same exact point. I felt like I read three books, but that's okay. So I guess we'll get right into it. If you guys are new to our podcast... We basically do a non-spoiler and then a spoiler section. Um, so we kind of give you the best that we can about what we liked and what we didn't like about this book without completely spoiling it for you. But again, if you have not read book one or book two in this series, it, at this point in time, I mean, you're just all spoiled. So buckle up for that. So let's go ahead and get into our dislikes. What was one of your dislikes, Don? Well, I, I, I believe the obvious <laughs> what, one... one of your it's too long. It's seven hundred and seventy-eight pages. That that stuck with me when I finished the book, the page number, uh, and it was just a lot of the couples just like professing their love over and over and over. I'm like, oh my god, Thomas and Alistair, we get it. You love each other. I don't need to read it three and four times. Too long. Too long. Yeah. Yeah. That was mine too. I was, there is no reason why this book had to be 700 pages of character fluff and a hundred and something of action. Yeah. I'm sorry. There was no, no like easy median to it. I just, uh, I think I said this in the last book as well. It lacked plot. Like there was a lot of plot, like just missing to kind of help carry us through mm-hmm. with all of the characters and I'm just like I don't know if I was 
it kind of, I don't know, I guess this probably, this probably just goes into my second dislike where it's like everything just kind of felt like it was like all of their little mishaps were all like just kind of served up to you in a little platter, like little bow, like here we go. <laughs> Everyone's tied up over here. Everyone's tied up over here. And I don't know if like I'm, I've grown out of that or I'm like, or am I just, was it too, too, too much tying off loose ends? You know, um, I don't, I didn't like that. And I think it's because there just wasn't that like plot struggle. It was more of like, I should, do I tell them that I love them? I don't know if they're going to accept me. I just, it's just been, it's been so long. So I'm not sure. Like, just like, yeah. And you're rolling your eyes because you know, like (laughs) that was the circle. It Mm -hmm. was just constant. Like, do I tell them? Do I not tell them? And I'm like, how long do you need to contemplate that? Like, we're constantly together. Let's chit chat, shall we? (laughs) And it was every character, like legit. Um, Ariadne. Do I tell my mommy that I like ladies? Um, Thomas and Alistair. Do I tell my Mary Thieves that I love Alistair and they all think he's a dick? Um, Lucy. Do I tell Lady Arcardelia that I I love Jesse and I don't oh know that I can raise the dead? Is she not gonna like me anymore? It was like all of them. I'm like, dude, y'all need to get it together and stop this miscommunication bullshit. And the main one was the whole bracelet thing. I'm embarrassed. I don't want to tell my friends. And I'm like, dude, I swear. Matthew, do I tell my mommy that I almost killed her with poison? Like all of them. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. That's why the book was 800 pages. Literally, because that's all they did the whole time was like back and forth. And I was like, come on, you know, which stinks because like, I really liked the characters in book one and book two. I was like, okay, okay. Like, I'm still okay with them. And then like some of them fell a little flat for me because I wanted to be like, can you do it? Can you talk about your feelings or no? really think it's gonna like even the bracelet thing that was the dumbest the dumbest thing yes well i want them to to love me for me you were under a freaking spell like hello what do you mean she's not gonna understand she's not gonna think it's genuine are you kidding me she was probably like thank jesus that it was he was under a spell and that he actually didn't really love her like that's what she wants to hear Right. And she's waiting for it. She's literally... Anyway, because when that whole revelation happened, you know, then it was like, why do we take so long? Your problem's been solved. It's fine. I can't. Yes. What was your second... Your second dislike? Okay, so here is my major... Well, my second major dislike. Bilial and Tatiana... And their constant, like, come join me. I'm about to rant, Ashley. It, it's, it's ranting time for Don. Okay. It's ranting time for Ready. Don Don. Okay, so <laughs> Bilial and Tatiana, they are trying to get their people over to their side and to, like, believe in them. And 
and and they're just like oh but you can have all the power in the world if you join me how many freaking times do they have to tell them no i'm not interested no means no billy owl leave me alone like over and over and over and over and over again and then and then she's like I'm gonna power, I'm gonna, you're gonna have the world and, and, and promising you all this. Excuse me, it's 1982. They're already wealthy. They already have all the power in the world and they're white. What else is there? There's nothing left. Oh, you wanna rule the underworld? Who cares? Who cares? Nobody, they're not offering anything good here. And they just kept asking them, don't you want to rule in the world? And they'd be like, no. And then they're going to ask him over and over. And over. I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, no means no, devil. Can we please just stop? Once again, 800 pages of this. Yeah. Rant, rant over. Yeah. Yeah, well, my next dislike was, was along those lines. Um, it was more of like, I just seriously... These villains, I can't. We we got you know how like there there's like the class A actors and there's the class B and then there's the class C, the ones that you know you want a budget so you're gonna hire the budget ones to do your job. That is what <laughs> these ones felt like to me. Like their whole purpose for what they were looking for was just it was so it was so little it was so little there was nothing else to go along with it. Like, why they would choose to do that. Like, when I think about, like, when we talk about, you know, um, songbirds and snakes, you know, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes with President Snow before he became, like, crazy evil and whatever. Like, there's a whole back plot to that, right? Mm-hmm. There's a whole laying the groundwork as to why he is, like, as devious and conniving as he possibly is. And so evil is because of all these things that have happened. Well, I'm sorry. You're wanting to take over London for what? Why? That's it? You just, you just, you want the crown? You want the sash? You want someone to say, I dubbed you, Billy L, praise up hell to rule all of London. That's it. That's all I got. It was just, it was so underwhelming. And when we were met with all three of those, you know, little plot hiccups, it's just like, there was no celebration after, you know, it was like, oh, good job. Oh, I'm sorry. That was probably hard. Oh, I'm so glad you're not hurt. Like, it just very underwhelming. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was upset. <laughs> yeah. I was upset. And usually I'm, I'm, I'm like good cop over here. I was trying to find something good about what I'm reading. And I just... Man, I, I just, I don't, I don't know if it was just the season that Claire was writing in or like what, but like, I feel like we got, you know, we didn't get the good prime rib. No, and I don't. We got the you know, $12 Tuesday special. <laughs> I don't know if, because I didn't read City of Bones. And the, I can't remember who the big baddie was in Infernal Devices, but I feel like she is not a good villain writer. Like, I I don't think that's her strength. Her strength is coupling and romance and love triangles. That's her strength. And maybe that's why the whole 
showdown at the end was 100 pages and the rest of it was 800 pages? I don't know. But yes, it was incredibly underwhelming. And and, and to add to that, and I'm going to add the Tatiana part of it. So Tatiana is pissed because what did, did Will laugh at her at a party or something? I don't remember. But she's, oh my she's God. angry. He made fun of her. He made fun of her. When she was it like 15. <laughs> And so she's been pissed for 30 years because Will made fun of her when she was 15. Here's the problem. We know Will Herondale. We love Will Herondale. We know that he's not a bad person. He's not like Alistair, who's a mega douche. No, we yeah. know Will. And so when she's like all angry because he laughed at her at a party, we're like, but Will's cool as hell. What are you talking about? And so we can't, we can't sympathize with her. And villains need to be sympathetic. I cannot sympathize with a whiny woman who's upset with the character that we all know and love. Like that. So I don't think Cassandra Clare knows how to write villains. I think that's her problem. I don't know. You guys let me know. I didn't read City of Bones, the series. I don't remember the villain in that series. I don't know. I think that might be what, what the problem is because even like when that was introduced to us, like when we find out like why she was mad, he was like, oh my gosh, like I. It, we were like 15 like are you kidding like i'm sorry but like oh my goodness yeah um i i will have to say my next thing that i did not like is that someone there's like there's a tragedy that happens within the book and i'm not gonna say what and but like i just felt like it it lacked purpose the purpose for the tragedy, I, I like you didn't have to do that. And I know that like some people are mad about what happened because it was purposeless. Like there was no main thing that it did. Like when you think about like other books that we've read in the past where it's like this one person's sacrifice literally has like spun everything else into action or whatever. And it was like it was kind of like a snooze fest in yeah. a terrible way. Yeah. Yeah. In a terrible way. We'll get into that in the spoiler edition. Absolutely we will. That's number one. <laughs> uh I don't I don't like James. James is a snooze fest too. I like Matthew. Matthew has way more personality than James. So the whole James and Cordelia, I could give a shit. I don't like James. Uh so I like the first part of the book where they were in uh, when Matthew and Cordelia were in France after that yeah I was done I don't I don't like James so I like Will way better than James I like Lucy a lot love Lucy I, James is the worst he's like Tessa she's the worst and so is James well see and it's like I know that like they were supposed to be like the forefront of this book right you know Matthew and Cordelia and James but I'm sorry but Lucy, Jaxie, and Grace, sign me up. Sign me up. They were way more better to, like, watch and read about than those three. You trying to, you talking about a menage a trois? What you talking about? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> They're 15, you're gross, Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. 
Like, there were just other characters that I was way more excited about reading, which is terrible, because I loved Cordelia. I loved Cordelia, Daisy, you know, Delia, with all of her little names, like, oh. loved reading about her, and it's like, this this particular book, I was like, oh, there was some, I had some issues. I had some issues with my loves. Yeah, and, it's, it, and the so issue is James. James is, is boring. <sighs> it is. Um, let's see. My next thing that I did not like, um, and maybe this is just me, but I just felt like, um, there were some moments within this book where we're met with like the characters, like inner demons, right? Like their inner problems. And it's like, it's talked about or whatever, but then it's like, why did it all of a sudden like fall off the face of the earth? And I'm talking about Matthew in particular. Like, he's got this big thing that he's been, like, holding in his heart. And it's like, we're not going to, like, have that moment. We're not going to have that moment. Okay. That's cool. You know, like, very similar to, like, Anna and Ariadne's, like, stuff, too. It was just, like, we're built up with this. And then it kind of just, like, just kind of fizzles out. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't really get that whole ending moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Girl, I was listening to this book too. And I did not, even though I own the book and I had the book next to me, I didn't pick up the book. But it was one of those endings where the narrator would pause and I'd be like, yes, book is over. No, she keeps talking. And I'm like, oh my God. And then she talks some more. And then she pauses and I'm like, oh yay, book over. No, it's the next day. I'm like, oh my God, no. Like, I was like, I was like, I'm, I, if she takes one more pause, I'm done. I don't care. I don't care. I'm just going to stop. And I did. So I don't know how it ended. But yes, they, they was just like, and Matthew talks to his mom. Yay. I'm like, really? We don't get to be in that. Is that a spoiler? Maybe that's a spoiler. I'm going to stop. But yeah, I agree. There was just a lot of, of unresolved things. It was like it was laid out there, and then it's like, no, no, we don't get anything with it. But we might. I don't know. Um, the way that the book ends, I'm not really sure where she's going with that. That was also another area where I was highly cons- like confused. I wasn't. You we'll know, talk about I'm it just spoiler. like, are we really like entering into this realm again? Yeah. You you know what I mean? Like just like that type of stuff. Yeah. Um I didn't like the the chapter the burial. I didn't like that. I did not I didn't like that. I don't know what you're talking about. Of of the burial. The ending is all a blur for me, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Are there any other dislikes that were to note? No, I have a couple of nitpicks, but I don't have any more dislikes. All right, it's nitpicking time. Go for it, girl. All right, (laughs) first nitpick is I think I'm over love triangles. I think I'm over it. I've never hated a love triangle if it's done well. I don't have a problem with it, but uh, I'm over it. I'm over it. So that's my first nitpick. Okay. It was too reminiscent of Tessa Gel, Gel, Tessa Gem and Will. It yeah. was just, it was just the same thing in a in a different bow, in a different box, I should say. Yeah. Literally, 
It's just different wrapping paper. Yeah. It's the same, that's what I mean. same method. So. That's the idiom <laughs> I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, my nitpicks are very much literally the same exact as, as yours, except for the fact that I... I wanted more of other characters, and instead I got more of the ones that I didn't want. And so, yeah. My only other nitpick is, okay, so there is a scene where two characters are having intimacy time, and one of the characters said, or this is what is being described in the moment, she sobbed as she begged for Wait, let me start that again. She sobbed as she begged him for more. I don't like that. <laughs> I, was, I was laughing. I was like, she sobbed as she begged him for more. I'm just trying to pick, I'm picturing this person sobbing. Sobbing means like heavy crying, right? Not like tears, I'm like sobs, like heavy crying. As she's like, <laughs> what do you think she's saying? Please, please don't stop or... <laughs> baby please baby baby keep Can going I, I just did not like that for some reason I don't I, uh, my last my last little nitpick with with that scenario because I think I was trying to <laughs> um I didn't like it it was like very YA for me it was very much like okay this is what everyone you know well it is YA I know, but like I'm like we're building up to this. And it's like oh, an end scene. Okay. <laughs> I actually don't like reading sexy scenes in in teen fiction because it makes me feel gross. So I usually oh. skip over anything like seriously intimate. I skip over it. But I just happened to catch the she sobbing as she begged for more. I just happened to catch that. Mhm. Mhm. <sighs> I know. Yeah. You want to go into likes? Yes. Um, I will. Yes, I can. I can definitely start uh, with the likes here. My first thing that I really, really, really liked was Lucy has this like under, like underdeveloped power that Claire does not talk about how extent her power is. Like, like we know that she's powerful, but like. It's very underwhelmed, and I'm like, this girl is a badass. Like, oh, okay. Can we talk about time, you know, time A, time B, time C? Like, all of these things, and it's just kind of like, we kind of skip over it, and I'm like, oh, and she's amazing. Like, let's talk about about her. Because um, there's a part where uh, there's, like, one of, the one of the battles or whatever, and what she conjures up, I'm like, yes, girl, go for it. I'm here for it. For that moment that happened, I was here for it. She's basically the Night King, for those of you who watch Game of Thrones. She can mm -hmm. raise the dead, and she can make them do so. But it never Thank felt you. as big in the book as what we imagine it to be. Right. Because it's, I, I don't, again, it's like just very underwhelming. And I think I've said that before, like, with a bunch of this stuff, it's like, can we talk about how amazing that is? Let's talk about it. Because if we did, like, it would be even better. That's all it would be even better. <laughs> yeah. What's something that you liked? Um, I like that 
James and Matthew didn't like jeopardize their friendship for Cordelia. James clearly said to her, I'm in love with Grace. So there should have been no miscommunication there. So for her to go off with Matthew, there sh he shouldn't have been like, hey man, that's my woman. No, you made it pretty clear that you wanted Grace. So I did like that they never like fought over her. They were like, look, whoever she decides, we are going to be like cool with it. And that's it. And I was like, yay. However, once again, it is reminiscent of Will and Tessa and Jem. So. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, I absolutely loved Grace. Oh, Grace. Just put your names together. I loved Grace's growth in this book. I loved who she turned out to be because, you know, like, like she was written super well the first two books. I was mm -hmm. like, what is going on with her? And I felt like, you know, these B actors, if you will, like they were way better like they had more growth and more development and her whole just purpose in the book wasn't to get like people to like her it was literally just to be used for for good like just use me for good I don't know what I don't care what you do to me however you say it or whatever um and I really liked that and I liked that like the silent brothers as well like noticed that because like she's sentenced to the silent city and they're like i don't i don't think you're wrong like i don't think you were wrong on purpose like you didn't have a choice you know and i was like oh, okay all right i was there for it yeah um my only other like was i didn't really have too many likes i didn't hate this book but i didn't like love it either i love book one uh oh. i i like the conversation Thomas and Matthew have uh, they don't like Alistair but they were willing to be like okay Thomas if you like Alistair then we like him too and it's just a really strong friendship that they have with the Merry Thieves and so I did like the conversation that they had in the middle of the story and not at the end and just all of that I actually really liked the Mary Thieves in this book. I like that we kind of got to see them like band together um, in a lot of different moments. And it's like, oh, okay. Like this makes a lot of sense. Like, and I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for like, you know, um, there's a scene in the book where basically the four friends are like split up and they're like, so you got me, did you? <laughs> you got me, did you? And I thought it was super cute though, because it was like, they really stuck to each other and they were really there like to help um, each other kind of just go through and process like everything. Um, and yeah, that part I really did like. Otherwise... I did have one more like, and it's stupid, but I liked it. Okay. Um, well, speaking of stupid, so when Christopher was practicing his, he was trying out his little messaging system and the yeah. first one they he sent he had Thomas sent a message to Alistair and his <laughs> message said wait, wait, let me find it he said um you are He's stupid like, I love you yeah you are stupid I have to go brush my teeth <laughs> I, like, I, I laughed out loud and like Cassandra Clare is so funny like some of the stuff she comes up with is hilarious 
She just cannot write a villain. But that was so funny. He was like, did you write me a letter that said you are stupid? I have to go brush my teeth? Christopher. Okay. So Christopher dies. However, I was like, this doesn't seem correct. He doesn't die on the family tree. The official family tree. He lives several years later and he gets married and has kids. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Someone else was commenting on that, how like it was just like an interpretation. Like, it was put up there, but, like, she basically decided to go wherever she wanted. And I'm like, so, is this real? Like, is this a real thing? Is it? <laughs> Somebody needs to ask her, because how are you just going to erase a whole wife and kid? Like, I don't know who he's married to. I don't know if it's, like, one of the main family members. Mm-hmm. But... remember i don't remember either it was hard to like read it because the it would blur out but oh it says that he does go according to shadow hunters fandom 
Christopher went on to marry Grace Blackthorne and had a son with her. Oh yeah, that's right. So she can't just erase Grace Blackthorne. That you can't do that. She's a major character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry mm-hmm. if you hear the buzzing in the background. That's my computer in my bed. Um we're we're a low budget podcast, guys. Um sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're no high quality podcast. Uh yeah, so I don't know what that means. I I have no idea. I don't know. Someone else like on Goodreads had commented how like what is the family tree like obsolete? Because even with Matthew, like we we don't know what happens to Matthew. And some like it's not on the it's not on the family tree, like his is blank. Well that makes sense. So I, I, I'm actually glad that it's blank because if her next series maybe focuses on Matthew, she can continue to write his side of the story, which I'm glad of because now I can't accidentally or purposely go and look and spoil it for myself. So I'm okay with Matthew having a blank family tree. But the whole Chris thing? I was stupid. I know. I know. Because it's... Well, and, like, the way that, like, she writes it, right, is that, like... You know, like, like they're supposed to, like, end up together. And Christopher literally dies and comes back to help Grace in this time of need. And I'm like, we're just, we're just, what? But he's, he's supposed to be there. Like, they're supposed to be together. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That part was, like, so sad because, like, I loved their relationship. I love that he, like, visits her in the Silent City. I love that, you know, he's not, like oh, you're just, like, the perfect girl for me. What, like, he lets her figure herself out and who she is and, like, knows that, like, she's crazy smart and, like, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, jeez, please. But, like, and then his death is so underwhelming. Yeah. It's so underwhelming. All we get is, like, um, uh, Anna, right, mm-hmm. his sister, she's, like, she tries to save him or whatever, and then he's just gone. And it's like, oh, well, you can come and see them. There you go. Like, that part made me angry because, like, when they're in the midst of, like, these big battles, like, where are all the other shadow hunters? Like, where, uh, like, you're supposed to have, have called them. You know, we're, we have, like, this inner mixed realm of all the other old characters, and all, now it's all yeah. of their siblings. So, like, where did they go? Because they made them so prevalent in the first two books, like, their whole storylines were all intermixed, and now, like, they're just, like, taken out. After Tatiana's accusation, that brings them to, you know, trial or whatever. I'm like, but if Belial's trying to take over London, and everyone's seeing all this, like, like, where did they go? Why, why did it take them so long? Why are we going to talk about it? That part made me mad, because I'm like, Okay, so now the parents are not in the picture anymore? Yeah. Like, whose story is it now? Like, like, I don't, like, that part was very confusing. And I think if they would have showed up, it would have added to, like, these big events. Or it's just, like, I felt like they just came in on the end. And it's like, well, you had them intermixed throughout the whole first two books. So why are they not here? It was weird. Like, it wasn't, I don't know, maybe it was just not consistent with, like, her original, like, type of storytelling because we got more of like Will and Tess you know and like all throughout the first two and I'm like okay, where'd they go you know and the only other time where it's brought up with like 
um, when Tatiana steals, uh, what's his name's, what's her name's, like, brother. Yeah. Like, that's it. Then everyone's there for some reason. But then yeah. again, it's even, like, I don't know. Like, it, it just kind of felt like now we're trying to focus on, like, the this you know the offspring of everyone now and it just kind of, it felt like it was like too quick of a clean cut if you will yeah i they're in the mix and now they're not as i was reading it i was thinking where are will and henry and charlotte and tess like where is everybody's parents like why are they not here if they're like stronger fighters or more experienced and i don't know i can't remember if she put them somewhere or i can't remember what happened i honestly don't remember where they were they were on trial they were on trial for tessa's like like being basically tried as billy's grand but what about charlotte and henry like they're they're i think they all went they all went to testify or whatever and i'm like no okay so the whole time now will's telling like james newly married james and his wife you can't stay in your house it's not safe for you you need to all come underneath like mommy and daddy's roof like i don't understand that and then all of a sudden now we're gonna have these big old fights and you're not gonna be there yeah you know and i was i was like equating it to like Harry Potter and, like, the Order of the Phoenix. When shit was going down, the Order of the Phoenix was there. What? Where, where is the rest of them? Yeah, that That's was... What, right? I was yeah. highly confused. I'm like, we made a big deal about bringing back these people because, like, Tatiana's whole guff with, you know, Will is, you know, him making fun of her. And so, like, okay, well, she's not her children's problem. She's their problem. So why are they having to deal with Tatiana? They shouldn't have had to deal with Tatiana. But yet, Cordelia is the one that kills Tatiana, which I'm sorry, that should have been someone else entirely, but that's okay. That was also underwhelmed a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, I loved that moment between, like, her and Grace and, like, Cordelia, like, forgiving her, basically, and, like, no, like, I'm going to protect you, like, whatever, but still. It was a little, like, again, underwhelmed. Um, but I loved, and we're going to talk about her death, I love that Lucy bought Rupert back. I was like, get her. Get her. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny because he was like, I don't want you dying with me. You're not, the, you're not the woman that I loved, like, all those years ago. Now you some crazy, drunk, on like, power woman. I want nothing to do with you. You send me back. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't want you to contact me. I don't want you to find me. None of that. I was there for it. 100%. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the very, very uh-huh. end. And you were like, where is she going with that? She just needs a new villain. Uh, okay. So how is Jeff? <laughs> he is somehow like the mastermind behind all of the things happening. Right? Like, even with, like, uh, James's power, he always, James references Jeb's, like, encouragement of, like, you need to find your strength here. Like, it's your power. It's your, like, whatever. You don't hear about James referencing, like, Will and, like, how to deal with his power or anything like that. It's, like, Jeb's just standing outside and all of a sudden, like, the new Prince of Hell's like, hey, so I know what that sword can do. Um... 
So you don't come after me and I'll come after you. We're good. Sound good? Like, like what? What is that? Like, is Jeff just going to stand there and be like, okay, cool. Sounds great. See you in 50 years when you decide to change your mind. Yeah, like, I, when he has to battle it, James and Cordelia's kids. Like, I don't understand. Like, that to me was like, that's the ending. Like, that's, that's where we're going to leave that. Like, there's so many books. Like, there's so many books in this whole well, entire she's fandom. Got, so this book is 18, late 1800s. And City of Bones is what, 2000? She got a whole lot of time in there, girlfriend. Do all <laughs> kinds of stuff. And she gonna do it. Right. Because her people gonna read years. it. Yeah, I'm going to read it. It's a whole hundred years up in there that she got to work with. Yeah. It just... I, I, I think it's just because, like, you know, we had, like, the Tatiana thing. We had the the Lilith thing, okay? And we had the Belial thing, and it was, like, it was just very much still, like, is that all the fight we're going to get? Like, that... Yeah, with okay. Lilith, she was like, tricked you, cheese, bye. I'm like, that's it? She tricked her? That was it. Okay. That was it. That was it. She tricked She tricked a freaking needle. Tricked her. Tricked her yeah. real good. <laughs> like, oh, but it was in my words. I said, if if harm was brought to him, <gasps> got you. okay. Got him. <laughs> got him it's like girl no it's so stupid and here's the thing too is even like when that whole revelation was like happening i was like well no doubt because you you didn't say you were gonna kill him with your sword like you personally like it was very just like huh (laughs) yeah there's not much to spoil guys i mean all of that took, took takes place in like seventy five pages. Like that's it. Right. Ugh. I can't. <laughs> Did we find out what happened with Charles? Like, I mean, they made such a big deal about him being blackmailed, and that was it. So, <clears throat> yes, but hold on. Ashley's choking. <laughs> um so Charles got off because he basically like was able to like prove that Inquisitor was like trying to blackmail him. And so he was like made basically the next Inquisitor, essentially. Yeah. Lame. It's because his mom and his dad are like the well, his mom is like the head of the institute, I think. Right, and then, like, they have, like, Christopher and Charles are all of a sudden, like, they're fine. They're good. No problem. We're okay. Yeah, It's good. Um, so I did like, like, the fact that, like, he wasn't just like, whoa, because I'm in charge, you know. (laughs) But they were setting Charles up to be a pretty good villain, though. And, like, like a a mini villain. Like a a nuisance. And I kind of like that. Because he was, like, different than Matthew. Yeah. I did like that. Because they are two opposite sides of a coin. Which yeah. I really enjoyed. Because 
I feel like, you know, like Christopher and Thomas, like sometimes I like couldn't remember like who oh, me either. Was who because me either. they read very similarly. Mm-hmm. And so at least with them, um, the only time I ever knew that it was Thomas it was when he was with Alistair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, was Thomas in love with Charles? I think that's a, what that's what it was, right? <laughs> but Charles wasn't. I thought Alistair was in love with Charles. Yeah, okay. I think you're right. Yeah. So because Ariadne was with Charles. That was when it was good. Book one, when it was all these people in love with each other, but they're not in love with each other because they're in love with somebody else. Like, all that stuff was fun. And then when she started getting into the whole Bilal thing, I was just like, I don't care about this. Let's get back to the the, the love fun stuff. The Real Housewives right. of Shadowhunters. I like that more <laughs> than this, this plot crap. I don't care about that. Yeah. Well, and it was like, I feel like Anna and Ariadne, like, their whole, like, love situation was too, like, it was one-noted for me. Like, it wasn't really, like, a, a big a big moment with that. Because, um, again, like, she gets kicked out, and now she's moving in with her and then it's like this whole back and forth thing of like mm, does she let me just now with me I don't know do we want to be together I don't know that's because Ariadne was, was stupid she was not stupid she was boring <laughs> Anna right. Anna has lots of personality and you put her next right. to Ariadne it's like Ariana is gonna fail immediately because Anna is just way too much personality and so once again I didn't care about them I didn't care about them didn't like yep. don't like Ariadne don't care about them Mm-hmm. Someone wrote, like, I had to write this down because I thought it was funny. Someone wrote on their review of Good for Goodreads. She goes, Anna is a queen, but Ariadne's arc was nice but flat. Because <laughs> it's like stupid for true. Um, I want to talk about, like, uh, so we've had, like, like, both of our main characters, Matthew and James, had, like, their tipped. And then we had Cordelia and Lucy, like, have their tipped. And when we get to, like, James and Matthew, like, kind of figuring it out and having that moment in hell where they're, like, you know, like, I don't want to fight with you, but, like, um, remember, like, your sin is your silence, not what you did. Like, James says says that to Matthew, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so good. Like, that's the type of, like, parabatai, like, when you think about, like, a parabatai and how they're supposed to, like, know you inside and out and, like, be there for you 110%, like, that was, I was there for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also, like, because then Lucy and um, Cordelia have their moment when they're in hell, and it's, like, the book, like, first of all, I have to say, who brings a book to hell? Who who thinks I might have time in hell to write some stories about the evil Cordelia? Lucy. And I'm like... That's why we love are her. Are you kidding me? Like, I laughed so hard because I was like, who brings a book to hell? I'm sorry. Like, that part was so, so freaking funny. Um, But again, I was, there for, I was there for it, though, because I was like... They never got to have, like, that pair of a tie, like, bonding right away because um, Lilith stole that from mm-hmm. Cordelia to have that. So it was nice to see, like, <laughs> what their relationship would be like, you know, moving forward if they were able, like, to break the bond and whatever. 
So, did you gasp when um Matthew and Cordelia were about to get it on, and and James was like, "Hey guys," I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh. <sighs> I, was first I was like, "Are we doing this? This is happening! Like this, <laughs> this is happening." That okay? Again, the first like what is it? Hundred hundred fifty pages? Yeah, so good, so good, so good. I was like, "Here they are." Again, you know, Shadowhunter world, like, they're going to the bars, and there's all these raids and vampires and all this stuff going on, and they're both, like, you know, let's just stay in, like, our Paris romance <laughs> James is like, hey, guys, um, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> what y'all doing? What y'all doing over uh, there? Yes. I was really sad though when I found out that Matthew was still drinking. Yeah. I, my heart did break. Like, it it broke for him because he had so much going for him, and it's like even to still have him struggle with that, even when he's like happy, right? Yeah. Like in his own made happiness. It's like, so what would you look like if you were really happy? Like, are you ever happy? Is it always a front, you know? Yeah. And it was just so, so sad. I will also, like, say that, like, when Cordelia is, like, having this realization moment that she's like, yeah, I'm still in love with James. I can't do this with you. Don't want to lead you on. I applaud her for going to talk to him. I really do. Yeah. None of this, like, well, technically, I'm married to him. Yes, yeah, yes, you are. But at least you had the decency to be a human being and talk to him like one and not just drag him through the dirt. Because guess what? Y'all are threesome. You're going to be that way for a while. Maybe not in sexual regards, but, like, you know, you, he was always going to be there. So mm-hmm. would you rather, like, <laughs> build the relationship or <clears throat> continue to move forward, like, just very childish? I really liked that. Because then, like, when Matthew's having his withdrawals from alcohol, he is, you know, really struggling. And she steps out and basically contacts all four of the married thieves and is like, listen, y'all need to go and help him. And Alistair comes, too. It makes me so happy. You don't have the book, do you? (laughs) No. Uh -uh. There's, There's a picture of all four of them together. Oh no, I did see it though see because it? I yeah. looked at I looked at the picture in the store. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a really good picture. Not like you guys can all see it, but I was there for it. When they're like all there with him, I didn't like to... that. Though. There's so many pictures that of was, people kissing. That was that was sweet. Can I find it? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, here it is. And then the Oscar. What's the dog name? Oscar? Oscar. Oscar Oscar was a good character. Yes. Look at them all. I loved Oscar. Yeah. He was like the winning MVP for that whole entire thing. Yeah, I loved it. Well. Do you have anything else? Mm-mm. Me neither. Um, so yeah, we really hope that you guys do at least finish on the journey. I think I'm glad that like I finished the series though, but yeah. at the same time, it was 
it was just a lot. It was a, I was, it was a lot of context to sift through. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was okay. It was all right. <laughs> um. Anyway, guys, our next book is going to be From Blood and Ash, again, uh, by Jennifer L. Armentrout. So we hope that you guys will continue to stick around. If you have any comments as to what we should read next, we are always open to that for sure. Because we definitely need book recommendations as always. But until next time, we will catch you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.